Welcome to the Mindful Chiropractor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. I'm excited that you're here. This podcast is all about helping chiropractors level up in the five elements of their life, which is mindset, marriage, mission, movement, and money. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What up, guys? I'm excited to share with you today something that I share, I've worked on, studied very deeply on the psychology of, of persuasive marketing and sales and things to say, how to say it, the words to use when you work with patients, uh, how to increase conversions, right? And for those who don't know, conversions are when a patient comes into your office, new patient, you go through a day one, day two, whatever your process is, and then they sign up for care or they commit to care or they commit to working with you. It's anything along those lines that's a conversion, which means you convert them from a new patient, prospect lead, and into being a practice member, a patient in your office, okay? Now, I'm going to share with you something that I shared with a client that helped them overcome an objective objection and on top of that, seal the deal on a deal that was over $6,000, right? Now, it's not hard to do these things. It's just you really have to focus on what is it that you're trying to communicate with your with your with your patient. You know, you want to know that you're, you know, people don't care, don't really care how much you know. They just care how much they just care about how much they just want to know how much you care, right? You've heard that phrase so many times. And so when it comes to report of findings and, and really taking the moment, day one and day two is like the first date and second day. You really want to be paying attention. You really want to be listening. You want to put all your energy in, right? And really connect with your patient. And when you do that, you want to show them that you're listening and you use words that they use. You always use their words. Don't use your words. You use their words because you're trying to communicate with them in their world. And so what ended up happening was, is you've ever had an objection before where someone said they can't afford it, but you know they need it. This is not about making more money in your pocket. It's helping serve the person that's in front of you, giving them what's their best interest, whether it's with you or without you, right? And one of the things I always say is I always tell my patients in the first day one, I will let you know if I can help you. And if I cannot help you, I will, I will find someone who can find someone who can be able to help you with what you have going on. And they appreciate that because it's not about me at the end of the day. It's about them. I don't, you know, at the end of the day, I want to serve them at my best ability and bring in whoever I need to, to help them out with me or without me. Right. And so what ends up happening is you get an objection about finances. Let's say there's somebody uh, who has a back issue and it's just severe and they decide that, you know, but your plan is just too expensive, but they, you know, right? This is where you have to speak your truth. You're not manipulating. Um, there's too many sale taxes out there about manipulating or persuading and all this stuff. This is just being truthful, transparent, and honest. And you're just like, hey, you know what? I know that if you don't get this taken care of this way, it can lead to other things. So what I had the patient do, or the, the client of mine do, is I had them explain, have them explain when it was too much, right? And he said, well, what, what other, here's all the options you've had. He asks the questions about well, what hasn't worked already that you've tried, right? So he goes down that list and said, well, you know, cortisone shot costs $7,000. A back surgery costs $150,000, right? And yet they don't, here's the psychology. Here, here is the winning point right here that I made that helped him seal the deal. And that is, and this is, I've done this many times in my own practice. And you can use this any way you like. If you go ahead, you can go ahead and get back surgery. You can get cortisone shots. You can get X surgery. You can go to PT. You can do whatever that is. 
Notice you can use anything on this. But it's not going to solve the problem. And not only that, if you do X, Y, Z, whether it's surgery, uh, injection or nothing, things like that, it only masks the problem. It doesn't get to the solving of it. And so then you're spending more money and not getting the actual results to correct what you have going on. It's just to let you feel like it's feeling better, but it's still continuing to get worse. So when I'm, when I cost, what is $3,000, it's five, seven, 10, doesn't matter. Is not only going to solve the problem. See, here's where the benefits come in. And this is where you have to be really in tuned on the consult. Okay. Because then all of a sudden you say, here's the benefits. You, we're going to solve the root of the problem. We're going to help you with whatever this is. Your disk space is going to get bigger. We're going to remove, you know, help uh, minimize that. Or, you know, maybe uh, helping their kiddo. I mean, you can use this in many different ways. But not only that, remember how you talked about you want to play golf again? We're going to be able to bring that back to the picture. Remember how you said you wanted to play with your grandkids every single day? We're going to bring that back in the picture and make sure it stays there. So you can stay young and active as much as as long as you possibly can. You know, and we're going to put plans together to help manage that afterwards once we remove the pain. So that way we can go ahead and help. We can maintain this over the long run, right? How can we help in the long run? Because my office, the way I ran it, it was always long, long-term thinking. I wasn't thinking short-term ever. I was always thinking long-term. What's the big picture? What's the big apple? I did a podcast all about that. Uh, in one of my first three or five, I, I talk about one of them about how to do the consult, right? Or how to connect with your patient on day one. And so it's being able to connect. And when you're able to do that, and then you can pull in other stuff that you talked about. What it, what's the pain taking away from? What is this taking away that would do? What is this taking away to enjoy? And you pull that into the picture. Now what you did is you said, hey, you're not only investing in this, we're going to solve this problem, but we're going to give you all this and I have more energy. You know, you said you talked about digestive issues. You talked about this. We're going to help with that also. A shot, a back surgery, things like that are not going to solve this plus all that. Now, how can I say, you know, one of the things I educated my client on was that, and he, they already knew this, but it was like, 95% of back surgeries fail. So you can literally say that. You can, there's science, you can Google it. It's all over the place. 95% of back surgeries fail. So you can say that in five years. So you can look and say that, okay, you can do the surgery, but you have a 5% chance of actually correcting, solving, and helping, or just hoping, helping you with what you have going on. After five years, people usually have an increase of pain, neuropathy, or things that happen. Usually they need more surgeries because things degrade, right? This is just basic science, basic biomechanics. When you stop motion in the spine, the body is going to do what? It's going to start, lock, the brain locks down the area, tightens the muscles, ligaments, and so forth. It creates more degeneration in that area, which means you're going to have to have more surgeries to be eventually over time because the disc degeneration is going to collapse or disc generation is going to increase because... Why? Because what happens is lack of motion, body's going to protect. Motion is what feeds nutrition and gets the toxins out of the discs. And so when you think about all this for a second here, what is it that you do? Now, I'm using pain as an example. This was a disc example. And all of a sudden, the patient, when he said that, was like, you know what? I want to do that. I want to do the plan. Right? Here's a guy who was just objecting to finances. All of a sudden, switched, switched the script, switched that flip and said, you know what? Wow, thank you for sharing it that way. I didn't see it in that way. I can't tell you how many times I've worked with patients where I got them to see it in a different perspective, right? Because I really say chiropractors, we're psycho we need to understand psychology better. If you really want to move people into our worlds, we have to understand psychology and how to use words and use reference points to share in different points. So all I did was share two different two, two different paths and said, which one would you want to do? And I did this with, with kiddos too, when it works with kids and sometimes a 
mom bring, has, or let's say the mom's in the office and she has like a two month old. And I'm like, how's the two month old doing? You know, I'm just curious. I'm asking questions. I'm not trying to say, oh, here's a marketing I can try to get this kiddo. I want to make sure because I know what the stress that's going to do on mom, it's going to interfere with mom's care. So talking to mom, mom says, ah, baby's been colicky. It's been crying lately. It's been upset. I'm like, have you taken to the pediatrician? She's like, yeah, they said that it, it, they'll just grow out of it. I go, how do you feel about that? You think they really grow out of that? Now notice I'm not, I'm already trying to say, I'm just asking questions. Do you think they're going to grow out of that? You know, I don't know. It just seems like, do you think you just want to suffer for the next two months with this? Cause it's usually roughly around there, uh, one to two months. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know how I can do this. And I said, well, what if there's a solution? Would you be interested? I'm just asking if she's interested, right? Persuasion marketing, just I'm a permission marketing, just asking, seeing, asking for permission. She says, yeah, I would love to. I said, well, I know you ever see me adjust a lot of kiddos in this office. She goes, yeah, I see you adjust a lot of them. I say, well, one of the things is one of the things we can help with a lot is colic. And there's things that now my, my, my approach is not addressing the colic. There's other things we're going to look at, but we can see if there's any stress in the nervous system that can be potentially causing that on your child. And then we can go ahead and start removing that out of their system, helping with the, helping remove that interference. That's going to allow them to not only just let go of that colic, but help them return back to what they're naturally designed to be, which is happy, healthy, and vibrant. Would that something that you'd be interested in? Oh my God, I would love anything you have on that. Well, how about we do this then? If you're okay with it, uh, we can go ahead. I'll have you walk you up front really quick. Yes, I will literally go out of the office in a full office, uh, patients waiting and go walk them to the front and say, hello, so Mary is um, interested in bringing her daughter so-and-so in for an exam. Can we go ahead and get that set up immediately as quick as we can? Um, She's already getting colicky. I want to make sure we can address this and get to the point of this as quick as possible. Does that sound good, Mary? And she'd be like, oh my God, thank you so much. I'm like, no, it's my pleasure. This is what I do. Have a good one. Can't wait to meet the, can't wait to connect and see you on your next visit. And boom, I'm off to the next one. Now all of a sudden that became a referral. Now I didn't go and try to sell. I didn't say there was a science. I didn't say there was a study. I just asked. If she said she was interested, I was going to share what was possible. That's the key in the psychology things. Open the door to allow them to come in. You can do this with any type of patient. You can do this with anyone. I have how many times have you had somebody come up and share to you, share with you uh, when it comes to uh, different things in life about like, oh, I have so and so that you know has this issue, or I have my husband who's just been, or you know, they bring the kids in and the moms will complain, tell me about things they have going on. And sometimes if I know the mom, I'll just be like, hey, you want to get that taken care of, or do you want to just let that linger on for for X Y Z and just pray and hope. So you got two options. You can pray and hope that maybe it'll just decrease the pain, which means it didn't go away. Just body may have muted now. There's all these different things that can happen, lower the inflammation level of that area, whatever it may be. Or we can address it, get to the cause, clear it out, then also help you in other areas. And I'm, if I know things from conversations, because um, I like to talk a lot, um, then I can be like, you know, we can talk about, you know, this that you mentioned, this and you mentioned, this and you mentioned. What do you think? You know, I have to think about it. Great. You know, just let me know. I'm always here to help and support any ship it away. I uh, appreciate that. You know, and I'm adjusting their, their daughter or their son at the time with all that. So, but the aspect I'm trying to get to is that you have to get to a psychological level, understanding the words that you use and using questions, right? Everyone talks about Socratic method and all that. But one thing I've learned in my office is just, I just really have gotten good with listening, hearing, not what they're saying, but the energy they bring to the table with that. Because someone, someone can be like, hey, I'm out of pain. I'm in pain. Okay. That, what, what does that mean? How much in pain are you? How much is it taking away from you? I'm like, oh, it doesn't take away much from my life. Okay. Um, you know, do you have, you know, pick up some examples, but it's when they're explaining things. Yeah, it just really bothers you. know, how's it with, you know, like a, like a mom or a dad, like a dad can't play with his kids. How much does it bother you not to be able to play with kids? Oh, man, that, that just sucks. I, I just, it, it, I can't, I, I, I can't be like this. I want to, I like to be playing with my kids. I like to be active. You notice the tone shifted in them, right? And as soon as I know that, it's like, all right, I make a note of that. 
Why? Because that's something important to them. And I need a reference to that to show them how chiropractic can be the avenue to help them with that. And when you can do these kind of things, conversion rates go through the roof. I'll tell you, I average, you know, most of the time, uh, my, my conversion rates were at a 98% rate. Okay. There are some times I got down, but I never was under 80. I've always stayed above 80 for the most part. I mean, there was those freak moments. Like, I, I mean, I'll be out transparent with you guys. There's times where I, w- I hit like a 50, 60% one month. And I was like, what in the hell is going on? But then I would go for like a hundred percent streak for like three, four months. I remember um, when COVID happened and um, everything was going on, we had, we hit a hit, but then all of a sudden, why did we go from, we, we dropped to like five years ago numbers. And then all of a sudden we broke records two and a half months later, two things happened. One we had a hundred percent conversion rate for six months. Yes, six months. We had no one saying no to us for six months signing up for care. The second is we had patients come back. Um, not all of them came back, uh, but there was a good portion of them that came back. And so, with the flux of new patients coming in and the patients coming back, we doubled our numbers literally in two and a half months to get to break records. So it's one of those things where you know just being committed with a vision and all those things, but it's really just using those verbiages and understanding um, how to connect, realizing what is they saying, using their words. So if I can sum everything up, you use their words in the concept. What's important to them? Why are they in your office? What's the reason behind it? Okay. You tie in and show them how that's important, how you can open up the door to help them with where they're at now and then the long-term stuff in that. And if there's ever something that they're possibly looking into doing, where if it's a medicine or if it's, you know, anything with that, know your research. Okay. I'm not telling you to go out and spit out things. You got to know your research. If I say, hey, 90% of back surgeries fail in the five years. Well, you got to know that. Or if, if you do this surgery, if you do this thing, here's a percentage of what works and doesn't. Then you can use that because what you're trying to do is show them that you're going to go spend money into something that may not work. And some patients may be like, you know, I don't care. I want to be out of pain. I've had patients that are like that, where they just wanted to be out of pain and they just didn't care about the cost. And I understand that if you've been in pain for a very long time, and I've been for eight months at one point, it it comes unbearable. And I can see how patients can feel that way, but you have to kind of break through that and able to share and just try to shift their perspective. That's all it comes down to. If you can shift their perspective into our world, and show them how chiropractic can be the avenue. Notice I didn't talk about the brain. I didn't get into deep into the nervous system. I show their scans. I go, I just do, I do CLA scans. I do x-rays and I just share what I see and tell them what's possible. And then what's the work involved and what we're going to have to do to break this down to help them evolve the back to where they want to be. So I hope this helps. I hope you found this insightful. Um, as always, I appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, next week on my next, um, we're going to have two, uh, well, next, not next week, next week I'm interviewing somebody. So if you haven't followed me on our Facebook page, um, I have a Facebook page called the Chiropractic, uh, the, uh, the Prosperous Chiropractor Club. And it's a, it's a group where we got about almost 275 members. And it's one of those things where I'm just sharing content. It's a place where I can share stuff via chiropractic. Um, some things I like to have more conversations in the group than on my personal page. Uh, that way, it's just because on my personal page, I have a lot of family and friends on there. And uh, this stuff, I like to keep a little bit you know, separate. So it's one of the ways we can join us and you can have there. In there, I have a questionnaire. I'm, I'm actually interviewing my accountant to teach and share how we um, tips on how to be tax advantaged to where where you can minimize your tax responsibility uh, in a very legal aspect way uh, that goes with the laws and everything else. So um, come in, chime in, tap in, listen to some of the you know, go on the sign up for the group, request to join, and uh, you can ask some questions in there. And we can definitely uh, I will be asking her next week, and we'll be releasing that two weeks from today. So um, look forward to sharing that with you. 
appreciate you guys. And if you're looking to level up, if you're looking to in some way, shape or form as a chiropractor, tired of where you are, want some accountability, want to level up in your life, want to double profits and learn how to do this in a way that is not taught much, pretty much anywhere else where you can learn how to um, understand principles to make work, get the great gains that you desire in your life, but with the least amount of work possible, hit me up. There's a link in the show notes. Love to have a conversation. Let's go from there. Appreciate y'all. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning into the episode. If you found this to be inspirational, you grabbed something that really moved you, pay it forward by sharing this with someone that you know can benefit. If this is your first time listening, click follow and subscribe to the podcast. You never miss a new episode and check out the show notes. I have a private Facebook group that you can check out that I share tons of content, tons of great material and so much more. And hit me up on the social media with any questions, comments. And if you have a content or something you want me to share or create an episode for, do not hesitate to reach out. Appreciate you. Have a blessed day.